This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the first Reds Report of 2023. And powered by the best of Ardley and part of the TalkSport network of fans. After a whirlwind finish to 2022, the Reds had a chance to start 23 on a strong footing. Bolter came to town on the second day of the new year and frankly, Barnsley never got near. Clumsy challenges and disputed red card. Three goals against it. Barnsley found it very hard. So to unpick what happens and what we need now, here are two people with opinions and they'll tell you how. The first is a man from the northwest who writes around the red about the Reds. His blogs are great reading. His vlogs are simply the best. He's a third of our team, a favourite among most. It's Ian from the Tigers blog, and I got a comment this week that he would be the perfect host. What's that all about, Ian? Welcome. How are you? Very well. Very poetic. Yeah, well, we have to do something to try and cheer it up because I don't want Steve start. I'm going to put the number for the Samaritans. Um, um, it'll be like that, but I'll put it on the bottom. So, uh, the second person you know, his opinions are great. He takes no prisoners, not even about me, and I'm supposed to be his mate. The performance was shocking and it made him leave. No guessing who this is. It's a warm welcome to Steve. Steve Andrews, how are we doing? Modern technology. Yeah. It's not not it's very funny. good, is it? <laughs> anyway, there you go. Turned um, it down for New Year, as you can tell. Well, <laughs> we're only three minutes in, mate. I'm sure it'll plenty come of time back. yet. Plenty of time yet. Um, uh, Steve, let's start with you. Um, you go so many matches unbeaten. First match, New Year at home. You, you could see before the incident with the penalty and everything that Barnsley were struggling, weren't we? They were misplaced passes. The kitchen challenge, I thought, was, oh, my God, what, what are they doing here? Try and explain what it felt like and the atmosphere felt like, because they talk about, you know, the, the match they experienced, but it looked flat on the pitch and it looked flat off the pitch, to be fair. Um, I, I can't disagree with you at all in that. Uh, yes, I was very disappointed. Um, the experience of the day was akin to uh, probably going to the dentist or, you know, having having my prostate felt. Um, in fact, I'd have probably I'd rather had that done, to be quite honest. Um, it was, as you say, flat on the field. Yes, it's bound to be flat in the stands because you feed off the players, you feed off the play. It was a penalty. There's no dispute about that. It wasn't a sending off. I think the main the main talking point that I put on Twitter after the game was not about the players, although some of the players for me are just not good enough. But the standard of refereeing 
at the minute in the FL is an absolute disgrace. These people turn up on a Saturday for 90 minutes and they're going to be costing people the jobs. They're causing players to get abuse from fans. Uh, to me, it, it needs a needs a big shake-up. It really does, because referees at the minute, they're not worth a tuppenny bit. We're going to talk about refereeing in a bit. Um the, the the penalty, I mean, on social media, you heard all sorts. He was fouled before, blah, blah, blah. The point is, when that happens, Mads Anderson makes a challenge or does whatever, you give the, the referee a decision to make. And that's, you know, I thought when he gave the penalty, that was it. Because he waited five or six seconds. And I don't know if somebody was asking, it, it, was, was it a harsh, the red card, Ian? Or... Uh, I thought so. Um Initially, I was thinking, is it because he's the last man, but Kitchen were coming back? Um, I agree, he's made, he's, he's given the referee a decision to make and to make it all, potentially make it all about the ref, and he did. And he and he jumped at it. Um, it was clumsy. But was it a red card after however long? I'd, I'd say no, I don't think it was a red card. And then it spoiled the game then. It killed the game. Um, so, yeah, it was... I thought it was a pen. He was all over him. He was, he was, it was stupid. It was, it was really stupid, especially after what had happened. Um, was it Fleet, uh, the Fleetwood game? Something similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a bad, bad day at the office. It, 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 that incident, Steve, was a bad day at the office, but that's three penalties against us in three matches. That tells a little bit of a story as well, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, it was clumsy, same as Fleetwood one was clumsy. Uh, it, it basically similar sort of there were similar sort of penalties. Anderson were just trying to get out of way. Strikers these days, you've only got to watch them. They're leaving the legs dangling, slightest little touch. You know, on a, on a park on a Sunday morning, it would have been play on and and you know no no said. But it is giving a referee a decision to make. And again, you're back to common sense decisions and stuff like that. It, it were a penalty all day long. He, he, he caught him. He went down. But is this... You see, I'm going to come back to something now that will probably annoy you no end. Is this Anderson trying to cover for a colleague that's just not good enough at the back? And obviously, I'm saying I'm speaking about Cundy. Mm. Um Anderson is a lot quicker, a lot more pace, a lot better player. Is Kundi putting him in these positions where he's having to chase back? He's having to do all this running, which is causing obviously more more pressure on Anderson. Mm. It's it's Ian. Um, I know you're badly through and through, but that's three sides from the northwest, three mm. penalties um, against Barnsley. Yes, you could sort of. Especially the Fleetwood one, you know, it's an awkward one, wasn't it? Do you think that Duff will go and talk about after you give a penalty away against Accrington? It's not great, is it? You then give another way against Fleetwood. Do you think there's mention in training about, listen, that's two and two? I mean, you know, giving goals away, isn't it? Three and three must be some sort of record. Is this something we can change or is this all just we need to look at the referees as well? Where, where, how can we resolve this from a Barsley point of view? 
I don't think there's a great deal you can do to be on other than sort of say to your defenders, just relax, just calm down. It was all I mean, the one with the clip against Fleetwood was probably like say part of the, the striker leaving his foot in, he's going for it. Like Steve said, modern day footballers, they, they throw the leg in as opposed to the defender sticking their leg out. But the, the, the one against Bolton just looked to me like panic stations. And like Steve said, and we mentioned it on the midterm report last week, Kundit, yeah, he scored that late winner against Fleetwood, but that doesn't still make him, we don't suddenly say oh, he's a great defender. Every time he's had the ball at his feet, he looks like a startled rabbit. And maybe Steve's got a point that it then made Mads a bit nervous, especially how Bolton came at Barnsley and were running at them. I think you just say to them, just try and, I don't know, I wouldn't overplay it too much because penalties are they're odd things, aren't they? And I, I would just say just try and calm down and, and not be rash. Don't, don't think you've got to be all over that striker. Mm. Uh, we, we mentioned it earlier, well, Steve mentioned it. Um, you go a man down, you're 1-0 down because you've got a penalty as well. What you then look for amongst that group of players, the 10 that are left on the pitch, to try and give that extra 10% to compensate for a very influential player in, in, in Mads Anderson. Um, Steve, try and put in words how a defender... <laughs> Here we can, go. ...can misplace, uh, what was it, seven, eight, nine, whatever, yeah, back pass to the keeper. I mean, is it just... One of those things, because uh, Duff talked in his press conference about that. You know, it's one of those things. But it's probably one of those things. It's not bad if you do that and you win 3-1. But when you're already 1-0 down after however many minutes, you're a man down as well. You don't. We don't need these sort of errors. And is this an indication of the type of player maybe Kundi is? When the pressure is on, he maybe buckles before he blooms, if you know what I mean. Well, first and foremost, there's a, there's a rick in any player. You know what I mean? Even Messi, Ronaldo, whatever. There's always there's always the possibility of an error. It weren't a back pass. He fell over his feet. He tried turning. He was turning up ball with defend uh, with attacker at side of him. And I've said it before. It was like an oil tanker coming round. It was like Axon Valdez going round. <laughs> and it just it, it, it. I think he just did not have a clue what he was going to do with it. It sort of came off his foot. Gave Collins no chance whatsoever. And it's in back at net. Now, that can happen to any player at any game. But we've been saying this for weeks and weeks now. There's, there's, we are now struggling, surprisingly, for quality in centre-halves. Hmm. Take Anderson and Kitchen out of it now because of injuries. Ooh, you know, who's, <laughs> I, dread, I dread to think who's going to play <laughs> next game. I hope it, he's not going to put Moon in. No, it because does. It, it, sorry, Steve. It, it does seem to feel that since Edwards has come out injured, it's it's crumbled a little bit at the back, hasn't it? Yeah. I um, thought Williams. Look, I thought look, Williams had, weren't very good either on Saturday. He we, he seemed to yeah. lo lose his way quite a bit. And but having said that, do you know what? As soon as Anderson went off, referee might as well have blown whistle then. Hmm. To, for me, because they were just huffing and puffing, no quality, and people there again. I, I, you know what? I just don't understand how Josh Martin gets anywhere near that pitch. I really but, don't. But, but we'll talk about the other players in a bit. I just want to talk about that moment he went off. As a, as a head coach, you can do a couple of things, can't you? He could have taken Norwood or Call off 
and put Jasper Moon on because that was, I think, the only centre back that was that was on the bench. But he didn't. He kept things as they were and probably asked Cadden to come more back and 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 you know probably probably Williams as well. What does that tell you though about a head coach? Because it would have been very easy for him to sort of try and park the bus and damage limitation, but we didn't, did we? Especially second half, we 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 we, we did try and and go forward. What does that tell you about Michael Duff and what he expects from his team, Ian? I think it was it was brave. Like you say, he could have he could have gone damage limitation because I thought at one point this is going to get embarrassing. Um, he was brave and he probably believed in his players and he probably half time got him in and, and said, you know, it's two, you nick one back, it could be game on. Fire the crowd up. <clears throat> but can I just flip out. can I just flip this? Just to introduce just for a second. Could it be that he's just no faith in Moon? Look well, at it from the other side. To be fair, me, me and Carlos said off air, didn't we? We said, what's, what is the point of Moon? Why doesn't he do what he did with Ackroyd and send him out? Because he's not played. So if he comes on for, say, 20 minutes or he has to come on for 80 minutes, he's got no confidence. He's not played, He's not kicked a ball in anger this season. So what are you doing? What's the point? He's taking up a place on the bench. Put him out somewhere, League 2, wherever, and see what if he can do anything. And get him some football. Um He's no point. He's just he's just gathering dust on the bench, isn't he? What's the point? I don't I don't get that. And because if, if if he's getting a place on the bench, he must think, well, I might need him. I'm going to use him, but he never gets anywhere near it. No. Send him out, let him get some football. Is it, Steve? In the light of day, the following day, I said to Ian before we recorded, I sort of looked back and thought it was horrible, right? It was horrible to watch and everything, but actually. We played for whatever it was, 80 minutes or so with 10 men, and Bolton only really scored one goal that they created. So is is there a positive to take from this? Because it could have got embarrassing Gundy, but Gundy gave him a goal. They had a penalty. Their final goal, and what a goal it was, they created that all themselves against 10 men. So are, are we being maybe a bit too sombre and too negative? If there's anybody ever going to be negative, it's always me, isn't it? It always ends up being me. <laughs> Let's be honest, for the last four or five games, we have not played well. We've managed to pick points up. And, and you know, we're, we're lucky to still, well, to have still been in the position we were going into Saturday. But there's still, you, you can see it. There's no, there seems to be a lack of confidence in certain players. Uh, Josh Benson came on, you know, nice to see him back. Again, not a great deal. Herbie Kane ran about. I thought at times he was a bit headless chicken. He was diving in and trying to make challenges and he was getting nowhere near ball. So is that just a sign of panic? No calmness on field? Um, Because let's face it, Anderson went off, who ended up with captain's armband. Yeah, kitchen. And again, is that not in? You know, is that not then still maintaining that sort of camaraderie, that motivation on field? I mean, only person I saw actually doing any sort of shouting in a positive manner were, were Connell. Yeah. And again, Connell had a a decent game amongst a a, a load of tribe. To be quite honest, hmm. but like you say, you, you don't want to be negative. 10 men against Bolton. But it just goes to show Bolton weren't a very good side. No. But Accrington weren't a very good side. Fleetwood weren't a very good side. 
yeah. we can't just keep making excuses for, well, they weren't a very good side. We were lucky to get away with a point or whatever. We need, we need quality, not just same as it, what we've got. It, it's a it's a fine line, isn't it? Because a, a, um, a mate of mine, a Bolton fan, went on. He went, and, and somebody else said to me, they never saw that result coming. Bolton have not been playing well. Uh, they and, and I know they were gifted the goals, but they never saw that performance coming. They're like, where's that come from? And we, you're right. We, I think I was looking at some of the results. I think last time we played really well was when we won at Peterborough, and then we beat Burton, and then it's kind of dropped off for Christmas. And I were kind of torn between. Initially, I were, I weren't happy with the performance and the result, but then afterwards, I thought, well, it's a funny league, isn't it? You know, yeah. Peterborough's just sat the manager, Portsmouth's just sat the manager, Bolton are in and out. Some of these teams that you'd expect doing really well, we've just gone six or seven unbeaten, won most of them. Maybe you shouldn't have. Maybe you should just take that on the chin and go right. Well, it's more about how we react now rather than what's gone on against Bolton. And having a post mortem on Bolton, maybe we should say, well, how do we react because we've got a tough January to come? Um, one bad performance doesn't make it horrendous, but it's just going to be one of them seasons and one of them leagues that you're going to get a shocker every now and again. And mm. it's, it, hopefully you. But you're, you're back. Do you not think you're back to Ian as well that? If 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 we'd have been well, we were sat here speaking uh, end of July before season started, and if we'd all had, a, we all said, you know what, if we're fourth at Christmas, mm. we'd have snapped his hands off. Yeah, yeah. I, so I, you can't I, you can't be that negative no, as the position I, we're in, but it's just it just seems to me now that it's slipping, and yeah, we need I, to step. We need to just stem that now to to sort of kick on for the second half of the season. And, and I think that is depth of squad. And I think you're right, it's quality over quantity. We've had a couple of injuries. And since those injuries have bitten in that squad just recently, with Edwards going out and, and, and those type of uh, injuries. And this is where January is massive for us. It could make or break our season. I think Duff's first season with a new squad, you'd snatch your hands off at playoffs, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah you Let's, let's, you, you mentioned injuries. Um, obviously, McCarthy's out for the season, and I mean that's that's obviously part of that. You know those centre backs. So you know, let's let's hope we see more of him next season. Thomas, you know, we all focus. Thomas was one of the players so far, wasn't he? And then early on, he has a hollerable hollerable injury, and he's due. Well, they're hoping that he's due back sort of end of January, early February. That will be like having an, a new signing again. However, sometimes those type of injuries can. You know, sometimes a different player can come back out and maybe a little bit more reserved, but it's something to look forward to. You talked about strength of the depth, Ian. Um, Benson, JLo, Martin, Lakachi made an appearance. Um, I just want to quickly talk about those four because, um, I don't know whether he took, uh, you know, the, the regular players off to save some legs because. Again, I have to say that I don't think any of J Lo. You can maybe you know say, you know, you, you two nil down, um, you know, you ten men. It, it it's a, it, as a striker, it's very hard to, to come yeah. on and, and and try and make a difference. But Benson, you know, all the promise and you know Burnley and Premier League and all that. Um, I, I I just I, I I don't know. I don't think Benson was brought on to bring something different. Uh, maybe more. For the FA Cup match, saving the legs of of, of players like Kane or, or whatever. What was the opinion on, on Benson when he came on, or after he'd been on for a while? What 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 were your thoughts, Ian? 
Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in, you reds. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think Steve summed it up really well with his midterm report. What did he say? Great, shite, great, shite, great, <laughs> yeah. shite. Something like that. And he is, and he can have spells where he's like, what a player. This lad, you know, should be playing at a higher level. Um, and then the next couple of weeks he's like Mr Anonymous hmm. um, yeah I'm not sure about the subs really uh, I, I, you can't like to say with Jello, Jello he's 17 for good yeah. just 17 as well but yeah I don't know it's, it's, I suppose it's to, it's tough coming on as a sub in a game like that though as well isn't it how are you going to um, really affect the game I tell you what I queried we've had games where we've been winning 1-0 or 2-0 and he doesn't get a chance and then when we're losing 2-0 with hmm. 10 men I, I, I don't know, as a 17-year-old, if that's the right... Maybe it's yeah. the school of hard knocks and see what you can do and express yourself. We're losing anyway. I don't know. But I just felt we've had better opportunities to introduce him mm. that we didn't yeah. take, and now we're losing. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. What, what were your thoughts, Steve? Well, I suppose if you're going to go into that realm, you're starting to question... Um, Mr. Duff's in-game tactics, aren't you? Which, obviously, I'm not going to be negative about at all. Because no. I quite like living in Barnsley and <laughs> I've no intention of moving uh, anytime soon. <laughs> However, I do think... We, we actually mentioned this last week, I think. Yeah. And we said, yeah. why why didn't he... Or why hadn't he made changes sooner? Um, and it were it was sort of flip side to that this time that he made quite a few changes later on admittedly but yeah I, I don't know sometimes you just question is he saving legs for FA Cup if so well, alright then but I mean like Lakesh came on not for very long again we've not seen much of him Benson had quite a good run but again didn't produce much. J-Lo were on hiding to nothing, no matter what he did. Because, to be honest, happen. like you say, up front with 10 men, you either chase something down or you get a lucky missed pass or something like that. Otherwise, you're not going to get out at all. I'm not even mm. going to talk about Martin because I'm not going to waste my breath. <laughs> um, but it goes... To, it, it's, it's through the team, isn't it? We have such little depth. It's, it's... The, the young under-23s don't seem to be coming through 
as much now as they were at the beginning of the season. Whether he's he, he doesn't fancy them, uh, I don't know. But it, like Ian said, you know what, January this next this next two three weeks, we need, we need some bodies, need good bodies. Not I'm not going for numbers. I'm going for quality, yeah. and and this is what we need now. And yeah. um, I know we asked before. Has it has it changed what we need? Ian, I mean, we talked about centre-backs earlier and we talked about Kundi. Are we looking at one, one two strikers, another centre-back and a, and a right-sided midfielder or, or what, 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 what's on the shopping list and in what order? Well, we, we said, didn't we, strikers? Strikers above and above anything. Uh, they needed them in August. We still need them in January. Uh, some cover on the right side behind it, but I think actually now with McCarthy being out all season, Kundi's not stepped up to the plate. Uh, kitchen's always good for a yellow card, maybe a red, or you know. Um, I think we're probably looking at a centre half as well. I think four, um, but strikers are way above top of the list. Got to be, got to be. Is there anybody, um, if the option was there, and I don't know if there is, but is there anybody you'd look at maybe either sending back or sending out, Steve? Either sending back from a loan or sending what, out from, from us? Yeah. Well, obvious. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd get shook. I'd get shook tomorrow. In fact, I'll take him down. I'll drive me son. Um, brought nothing. Brought nothing to the team at all. Not seen anything from him. So, to me, get shook. Let's have somebody fresh in. Um, and what about what you... about these youngsters? We talk. Well, about you know, there's there's Ackroyd and uh, what what other lad who's been out on loan. Um, you know, since he's come back, he's not. I don't think he's been on bench. Uh, Atchison is Atchison injured? I'm not seeing him. He went top bench. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't play. He, 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 I don't know why he was admitted against Bolton. I don't. His injury or illness. I'm not heard why. But see that there's, there's lads injury. there that's they've played beginning at season. Well, one of them played beginning at season. Looked looked decent. Local lad. Personally, I don't think he's a striker. I think he's better off buzzing buzzing behind mm. front two. He seems that sort of player to me. Um. But if we if we are struggling for depth, why are the why are these lads not getting a look in? Are they not good enough? Does he not think they're good enough, or is he just sticking with? You know, I'm not going to say old pals act because I don't think it is that, and I don't think Duff's like that. No. Um, but he's putting people on bench. Is that Undermark injured? Do we know? And just out of interest, yeah, he's, he's injured. Oh, right. Tedich is back at City doing rehab because um, obviously we, you know, we, we we brought him in and he got injured and we've not seen him for months. But he's apparently back at City doing his rehab. Whether he'll come back, I don't know because that's one of the players I thought would be ideal. I know he's injured, so we can't help it. But I, but again, isn't it? They need match time, don't they? I mean, that that brings on. To, we talked about Norwood. We we know the scores that he got. Obviously, you know, scored a couple of games. You know, is. The question to you both: Is Norwood a ninety-minute man? Because I, no. I, I just feel like sixty minutes or so, and he does a lot of chasing and pressing, and that's really good. And then can't blame him. Thing is, he does a lot of chasing and a lot of pressing. Uh, Connor Chaplin did a lot of chasing and a lot of pressing, and we still got we still got same outcome from both players, if you want, which is very little. There's no end product. All right, Norwood scored a couple of goals, but. Half at time is just huffing and puffing. 
just, I, I just don't, yeah. I don't see any longevity in in, in Norwood at all. To me, um, I, if you're bringing think... somebody in at that age group, you need, you, you need. If you just bring them in for six months up to end of season. There might be 30, 31, 32 year old. If it's a premier, premiership striker, pay him his wages for six months. Let's have some quality there. And if it works and he gets us up, you know, your best manager in the world. If it don't work, what have you lost? Nothing. I suppose the question for the board is about investment. Is the money to, 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 you know, to invest? We know um, what we needed in the summer, what we didn't get. My worry is that they'll say six in the league. We won. We just won six in a row. Do we really need another centre back? I'm not saying that's what they're going to do, but we, we, the way we feel about the board, and I know changes have been made, is through a series of inept transfer windows, wrong players being brought in. So they need to show that they mean business, and there is no better possibility, is there? In, in, whether we're overachieving or not, when you're in sixth. And you've got a game in hand and a chance to go fourth in the new year. You could, I'm not saying you have to go all out, but surely you then have to bring the reinforcements in to, to push that along. Because other clubs around us, Render, I mean, Plymouth have, 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 have they brought two in already? They sit pretty top of the table. Um, I, I just hope that the board stick to their word and, and help the head coach because. I can't help but feel that with the right investment, and we don't have to bankrupt ourselves or take huge gambles, but with fine-tuning of the squad, get rid of those players that you're paying, that, and you know we're paying them, but they're not playing. We'll have a look at your youngsters. If they are not good enough yet to join us on the pitch, then send them out and give them that experience. And let's have a bench where you can say, well, he can come on. And I know we've been unlucky with injuries, but somebody said, fantastic starting 11, bench looks weak. And when you have Edwards, when you have McCarthy, when you have Thomas, I mean, over the season, bit by bit by bit, it's it's. I think it's worrying, and I think this is this is the T junction, isn't it, for for the board? They either say, "Well, we're all right. If we finish top ten, that's a brilliant first season." But as fans, you think we're six, we could be fourth. We should be aiming for either an automatic spot if we can get it, but if not, definitely for the playoffs. And that's my worry about this upcoming window. And I know it's a domino effect. And if we want to play, we have to wait for them to be replaced, blah, blah, blah. But I don't want to be refreshing or, you know, watching Sky Sports News the last day of the transfer window at 5 to 11 to see if we have made a signing or not. Because um, perfect opportunity at the moment, isn't it? Um, You're a Barnsley fan, though, Carlo. <laughs> well, it's what we do. It's right. what we do last day at transfer window. That's what we do. Somebody just by our actions, they said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody put in the uh, Twitter WhatsApp group that I, uh, the Twitter chat group that I'm on. Um, would you have Iseka back? And I just laughed because <laughs> I thought, <laughs> yeah, because that's another player we've got that's gone out alone. You forget about these players, don't you? Like mm. you know, um, a change then from the league, FA Cup. How do you approach this, given the injuries and everything we've had? How, how would you approach this? Do you put your strongest 11 out to try and get through to the next round? You know, I get it, money. Or do you think, you know, a bit thin on the ground, no new players in, maybe a half and half squad, see what we can get, but we need to preserve legs because we've got, it's a busy, busy January, isn't it? Mm. How would you do it, Ian? It's a tough one. I thought If you look at the previous two rounds, he's played strong sides. Um and I think he's thinking 
winnable game against a team who's in our division. Fourth round would be great. I think it's too good an opportunity to turn down and just weaken the side completely. I think if anybody's not 100%, you, you might put them on the bench. And I think that you've got to say that's quite right, given the league games that are coming up. But I think it'll be a fairly strong sky. I don't think, I don't see much change because he's, judging off round one and round two, he's played strong sides. And Derby have as well, to be fair. So I think they've got a chance the fourth, fourth round. Why not go for it? Yeah. Same for you, Steve. Oh, yeah. I'd throw kitchen sink at it, definitely. Well, mm. kitchen and the sink. Kitchen. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a difficult January, isn't it? We've got the FA Cup against Derby. And then on the Saturday 14th, you're away at Charlton. Listen, and I know it might be four or four and a half hours or whatever it is, but the, the travelling does take it out of a more, doesn't it? The week after you're home to Accrington, and then you've got a midweek exited away. I mean, that's a, a travel half. And then on the Sunday that week, you're at home against Sheffield Wednesday, which for many fans will be, you know, the match and the chance to do the double um, over our massive South Yorkshire neighbours. So um, is that congestion going to play havoc as well, maybe with the run that we were on again? Because, you know, the more games, the travelling, injuries, is, 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 is that a potential danger? Let's put it that way. Uh, definitely. I, th- I can see a, a bit of a fixture pile-up. If we do get through the fourth round, that she- or Sheffield Wednesday get through, uh, that game scuppered. That lands on the fourth round weekend, so that will have to be shoehorned in somewhere else. Uh, they've had to they fitted the Exeter away in midweek, which is not ideal. We've got to go um, Oxford again. That's another one that's been rearranged away. Um, there's only really Accrington at home that looks a, a decent banker, to be honest. That Charlton away won't be easy. I think we've got Portsmouth away early February after playing them at home. Yeah, you've got Oxford Oxford away and Portsmouth away in the same week, Tuesday, Tuesday, Saturday. And I just, that's why we need, I know we need quality over quantity in January, but we need some bodies in early January as well. There's no point. And I know sometimes the deals are difficult, but other clubs can get deals done on on 1st of January, 2nd of January. Why can't we get some bodies in now and get the deals over the line? Mm. Because it's all, you know... And surely, I don't know what type of players they go for, but if if you're sixth in League One with a game in hand, potentially could go fourth, that has to be an attractive proposition for maybe a really good League Two player or a championship player that is not getting maybe the game time that you know that he wants or deserves or whatever. Um, but, but I'm not going to ask you for a starting lineup because I think it's very clear who you know who we play because he's got his almost like starting eleven. Um, I will ask you for a, 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 a prediction for the uh, FA Cup and the first Barnsley goal scorer. We'll start with Steve because he changes his up every week. He, he likes to mix it up, though, Steve. <laughs> 1-0, Anderson. <laughs> will he be playing or will he be suspended? Well, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm thinking, because it, it was a league game, I wonder if it's the first league game he has to sit out. Because if you get booked in the Cup, it doesn't affect your league, does it? Is that so right? He'll, right so he'll miss he'll miss three league games then, won't no, he? No, one. He just yeah, misses one. one match, I think. Wasn't one match banned because it wasn't foul play or dangerous play Violent or conduct, denying a goal scoring opportunity. So he misses right. one only. Just goes to show what I know about football, then, isn't it? Um <laughs> it's gonna be one of them, isn't it? It's gonna be a battle, because it always is with Derby. Uh I can't see there being much change team wise. Due to the fact that 
there ain't many other players that we can bring in anyway, unless you know there's a miracle happens and we sign somebody tomorrow and they can play. Uh, but I would have thought anybody who comes in now will probably be cup tied. Maybe not, depending on who it is. Um, I see Derby. I'm going to go on nil, and I'm going to go Devante Cole just to pee you off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, only one goal. He's not going to score two. Oh, okay. Sorry. I don't think there's replays, is there? Is it go pens? Well, I'd, see, I'd, I, I was going to go for a draw. I was going to go for yeah, one. Yeah, I was, I was going to go one-one, and then we'll we'll win it on pens. Bizarrely, <laughs> uh, no, we'll to get the first. <laughs> <laughs> but but you see, it's going through. I mean, it it, it could be tighter, could it? I, don't, wait, I think wait, it was wait. probably wishful thinking. I don't think we've, we've not played well there for the last couple of visits, have we? Um, but we haven't played well for the last off... four or five games, so <laughs> yeah, that it... All, it all goes to it, doesn't it? Yeah. But does it take the pressure off that this is a cup match, so therefore a bit of a one-off and maybe not as much pressure? Because yeah. when you I have, think, you know... I think about the way we played at Bolton in the cup, the way we dispatched Crew professionally in the second round. I'd like to think we'll mirror that that form and that run will continue, and we'll do enough to get over the line. But Derby are on a good run of form, and it's it's not going to be an easy game. Not. So I think it'll be close. Um, I think it'll be close. You've been listening to the Reds Report. We'll be back next week, hopefully talking about a dramatic away win at Derby and a fourth round uh, ticket or a ticket for the fourth round of the FA Cup. Steve, as always, I know it's painful at times when we have to mention some of these players, but you've done really well. Thank you very much. Ian, I've not, swore, always... I've not swore once. Have you no, noticed? No, I haven't no, swore no, once since no, New no. Year. Don't wait until I... Ah, sure. Do, I'm not going to fuck it up now. <laughs> <laughs> Ian from the Tykes blog, as always. Um, thank you very, very much for joining us. Is there, are you? I know you're busy with work, but when's the next blog coming out? Is um, for the Derby? The, or? Yes, I've done um, Ram, uh, Ram's review podcast. I've answered a few of our questions. I sent them some questions about their lineup. and that, That'll go out um, Thursday or Friday. Um, and then I'm going on Sunday to the game. So I'll probably when I get back, I'll probably do some sort of review of the game as well. So back to back to normal now after a bit of a break over Christmas. Well, as always, looking forward to it, uh, to reading it and watching it because it's blogs and vlogs. Um, <laughs> thanks very much for joining us. We'll be back next week, powered by the best of Barnsley. You have been listening to the Reds Report, part of the Talk Sport Network of Fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network. The ultimate on demand destination for the UK's best fan led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight, analysis, and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the Talksport Fan Network. Unbeatable club dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search Talksport Fan Network.